0: With Tesla Government's knowledge management solutions, you are adding a strategic partner that helps unleash the full power and potential of your institutional information. Let us unpack your data and put your knowledge to work. Learn more at teslagov.com.
1: LC38brand.com, the civil affairs lifestyle brand. A little bit of something for everybody. T-shirts, polos, shorts, hats, flags, posters for your walls, and stickers for everything else. Items for citizen-soldiers of USA-KPOC and warrior diplomats at Fort Bragg alike. LC38brand.com. It's cool to like your job. Welcome to
2: Part 2 of the C.A. Issue Papers, presented during the 2021 Civil Affairs Symposium. The discussion is facilitated by retired Brigadier General Bruce Bingham. Enjoy the show.
3: And one of the ways we believe we can do better is just think about this fundamental tenant of you know winning a battle. How do we make it harder and more costly for the enemy to achieve its goals? And one of the ways is that we should be innovating more effectively, leveraging capital, leveraging the capital markets, leveraging this idea of
4: venture capital. So our last paper, we have major Newsom, Colonel Hughes, and Lieutenant Colonel Vokel, remotely. This group really got outside the box. They are proposing private and public impact investment teams be created, separate funds be built up by potential investors as a means of funding downrange project opportunities with significant capital requirements. So I'm going to let them talk about the innovation accelerators and identify, plan, and fund downrange opportunities.
2: Please take it over. Uh, First off, I want to thank the uh, Civil Affairs Association and all attendees here at the uh, 2021 Civil Affairs Symposium. Greetings from Army Futures Command. As best we can, we've got a a view of the uh, Texas State Capitol in the background. And welcome to Innovation as a Weapon System, an enduring global civil military network. Okay, yesterday, or really on Monday, uh, during workshop four, lessons in building regional networks from recent current and emerging operations, someone had stated that transactional engagement has a hugely negative strategic impact. We believe we have a solution for this, and we're calling it innovation as a weapon system. This year's symposium is the theme is building a global civil military network. Myself, my co authors, and the many, many contributors to the innovation as a weapon system paper believe that civil affairs can activate two dormant and powerful instruments of national power to help us precisely build a unique and unparalleled enduring civil military or civil global civil military network to finally secure our military victories and prevent tragedies like Afghanistan from ever occurring again. But let me first introduce myself and my uh, co-authors. We like to think of ourselves as the downrange, the money, and the process guy. And I think what's important here is there's internal tribal coordination. You've got a mix of A&M grads and uh, uh, Texas Longhorns. My name is Colonel Brad Hughes. I'm with the 351st Civil Affairs Command. I'm the government function specialty chief, 38 Golf transportation, and a uh, army aviator. We have Lieutenant Colonel Tyson Vocal. Uh, he's an infantry officer, battalion commander, and he is a former West Point instructor and the current president of the Texas a and Foundation and Major Giancarlo Newsom, with the 75th Innovation Command, innovation officer, also a 38 Golf. He's a former Army aviator and he is an international entrepreneur. In 2019, Giancarlo, Colonel Doug Hurst and I, Doug with Third Order Effects, presented a paper to the Civil Affairs Symposium entitled Private Sector Capabilities, Not Readiness, The Key for Civil Affairs Future. In this paper, we recommended that civil affairs reorganize itself, similar to Army Aviation. Uh, while we think it's a valid concept, uh, under further analysis, uh, we realize that it would literally take an act of Congress to accomplish, and we know how long that would take. In the shadow of the Afghanistan tragedy and China's increasing global economic subversion, civil affairs can no longer remain an unarmed branch. This year, with the help of Lieutenant Colonel Vocal, who leads the multi-billion dollar Texas a and Foundation, We believe as he is guiding a team of private capital to produce returns for Texas A&M, the civil affairs regiment can also guide private capital and entrepreneurs to produce returns for the Army's civil affairs mission. Let's frame the problem. And let's talk about irregular warfare. Looking at this slide, you see two newspaper articles over the course of six days Non-state actors are beating us in irregular warfare or the civil considerations of the battlefield. State actors are also beating us in irregular warfare and civil considerations of the battlefield. Consider in 1982 who was the larger trading partner. Looking at this video you'll see civil affair, the work of civil affairs in China. It's a pretty compelling graphic and 36 years later what you're seeing is what winning without fighting looks like. Here's another picture of winning without fighting. Here are the countries with more than 20% external, public and publicly guaranteed debt to China. Consider though how America is different and what debt do we hold against Japan, Germany or Italy? Consider the post-World War II entrepreneurial and transatlantic, transatlantic, excuse me, venture capital partnerships that still exist today with those countries. Our support of global entrepreneurs supports individual and nation state freedom and sovereignty. American and NATO country entrepreneurial and venture capital partnerships are a much better deal for our host nation partners. Imagine if we had the same radar capability for conducting IPB for civil considerations that we had for weather starting 50 years ago. Compare and contrast the tech, uh, the talent, and the capital we use today for weather risk mitigate mitigation versus civil sector risk mitigation. $6 billion a year is invested in the F-15 Echo Strike, Strike Eagle program with suppliers across 48 states. You can imagine the congressional support this weapon systems platform has. Civil affairs argue, arguably has a more complex and diverse mission. Civil affairs especially needs private sector talent, tech and capital. I'm now going to turn it over to Lieutenant Colonel Vogel to share with you how civil affairs can have its own industrial base immediately and likewise uh, in time to have congressional support in every state. Thanks, Colonel Hughes.
3: And howdy from Texas A&M. I was hoping to join my team there at Army Features Command, uh, but, uh, but had to do it virtual from here. But it's great to see everybody and quite an honor to join you today. Have enjoyed the other papers we've heard so far and there's actually a lot of tie-ins to those. So first let's establish the baseline, entrepreneurship and venture capital. What's that mean? Well, our nation holds the keys to three great experiments in human history, okay? The first, that we as a people have the ability to govern ourselves. The second, that we as a people have the ability to be educated. And if you think back to Abraham Lincoln and the Morrill Land Act following the Civil War, it was implemented to help ensure that we, our nation had an educated and empowered workforce, as well as a professional educated military outside of the military academies instead of the militia model. Third, the free market, another great experiment. Uh, and I actually appreciate the paper that presented right before us on collectivism versus individualism, uh, because it ties into what we're proposing here. Let's just take one snapshot. Uh, Milton Friedman, for example, the great virtue of a free market system is that it doesn't care what color people are. It doesn't care what their religion is. It only cares whether they can produce something that you want to buy. It's the most effective system we've got that we've discovered to enable people who hate one another to actually deal with one another and help one another out. And so each one of these experiments that I've talked about uh, have pros and cons, and and, and we're living through some of those each and every day. Uh, But each one of those experiments has enabled this unbelievable success of the United States of America to influence beyond its borders and to help bend the arc of history towards what we believe is a more just, uh, benevolent, and free humanity. So so given these statements, you know, why can't we through all of our soft power and all of our hard power achieve success and this unified action necessary to address regular threats? And and that's why the three of us came up with this idea of uh, let's find a way to create the pipeline of impact investing. So if you would go to the next uh, slide, Uh, you know, each one of you, regardless of your area of expertise or stage in life, has at some point been challenged by red tape. Uh, The negative aspects of bureaucracy, Um, we've all experienced good strategy executed poorly. Uh, More often than not, sometimes uh, those of us on the front lines dealt with some poor strategy, but great execution, and we managed to pull things off. The civil affairs branch in particular deals with some of the most complex issues, some of the most complex uh, challenges that anybody can face. Uh, And for those of us that have been there in our nation's wars, uh, and 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 trying to achieve priorities set by policy, uh, we know that we can do better. And one of the ways we believe we can do better is just think about this fundamental tenet of you know winning a battle. How do we make it harder and more costly for the enemy to achieve its goals? Uh, how do we make it harder for them to achieve their goals and more costly? And one of the ways is that we should be innovating more effectively, leveraging capital, leveraging the capital markets, leveraging this idea of venture capital uh, and investors that may have an interest in helping in a particular area, particular region, particular industry to um, uh, do better. Again, you know, innovation shouldn't just be a new version of the same old idea or the same old thing, just like you've heard in some of the presentations over the past couple of days that you know, new technologies are important. However, even more important than those technologies are new ways of thinking. So how are we thinking differently about how we apply uh, the resources that our government uh, entrusts us with? Now, to reimagine the future, we've therefore got to reimagine how we apply our nation's soft power. This slide in particular shows uh, really for us, we think there's a sweet spot somewhere in the middle to the right-hand side of the scale here for impact investing. There's a win-win uh, for both parties uh, when you can achieve uh, that, that area. It's not a panacea. We're not saying this is easy. Um, we're not even sure exactly how you can pull all of the different competing factors that we face uh, you know, on a battlefield or in a particular area together. But we do have uh, uh, some theories behind it in order to enable more impact investing at the point of use. Some of the statistics that we've got on investing, some of these are, are, are uh, uh, pretty impressive. So if you go to the next slide, please. So look at the numbers just in general here. We're talking about billions and billions of dollars that are currently being put to use. How does the civil affairs world tap into that? Can it tap into that legally? How do we do so uh, without undermining uh, best practices that we already have established? But if civil affairs can figure out how to leverage this pipeline of dollars, whether it's microfinance and doing a better job there, or venture capital, or plugging into the economic base um, more effectively, that's the big idea from what we're talking about with this paper here. Effective, effective, unified action is required. And we think that the civil affairs infrastructure has got the capability, like few others, to enable this success. I'd like to now turn it over to Major Newsom, who's going to help explore and expand on the process that we're we're talking about leveraging uh, for the future. So, over to you, Major Newsom.
5: Thank you, uh, Colonel Vocal. Great to be here. We want to make it harder for the enemy, as Colonel Vocal uh, mentioned, and to translate impact investing in the military terms. I think the easiest way to view that is irregular warfare security cooperation. Sergeant Major of USRAP yesterday talked about how we need to have a, a stronger presence with our um, security cooperation efforts. This isn't this is a proposal, a process to do that. We need to spend some time on understanding the paradigm shift in our mindset. That conventional military operations, the military seeks to minimize civilian interference, and that's where our focus is and the hardware is, and we have time to kind of prepare. Instead. Irregular warfare focuses on the control or influence of populations, not the control of an adversary's forces or territory. So we don't have time to build irregular warfare systems. Our enemies are exploiting this loophole because even diplomatic strategy, military strategy take time. And written 14 years ago, the um, joint operating concept document uh, for irregular warfare, it says, you know, people, not platforms are the solution, as, as uh, Colonel Vocal highlighted. And we need something that can create an enduring difference. So basically, innovation is a weapon system, it's ready now, it's tactical, it's bottoms up, it's a process. And that's what's exciting about this. Unlike previous efforts, it doesn't require approval from Congress, regulatory changes. It's just more of a mindset, mindset shift. And I think I wanted to also um, highlight how important the 38 golf program is, because we need these experts. And as, as kind of the previous uh, paper presented, you know, the engagement of academia and other institutions is critical. And, and it's not the power of the 38 golf, it's the power of their network of academia, institutions, venture capital, and industry. It's revolutionary to us, but not to the private market. Uh, these are just a couple of examples where folks are already doing these accelerators like 5G development or cybersecurity. And all we had to do was just they're, they're open for us to have a presence, to guide and direct their, their impact investing, in effect. It's a simple checklist, very basic level stuff. And Again, this is happening in innovation accelerators. All we have to do is just show up. It aligns with national defense strategy. We're a form of lethality, left of bang, as uh, Lieutenant General Wesley highlighted recently. Uh, we strengthen partnerships that are enduring, that are beyond the next eval, the next chain of command, and it is soldier led, it's bottoms up soldier led reform. So you know, we as a team appreciate everyone's attention. And as Major Sabo Zabo uh, highlighted, the NATO Secretary General statement said that today's security environment, non kinetic threats pose as grave a dangerous kinetic ones. We believe innovation of weaponism helps build an enduring societal resilience that we need. And that concludes our presentation.
4: Thanks very much. You didn't provide a window for where we can send our investment dollars to to jump into this opportunity.
0: (laughs) Everywhere you look, there's a barrage of emails and information telling you what everybody has done, is doing, or plans to do, all in excruciating detail. But access is only half the battle. You also need information presented in a usable form. That takes work, and the more information you have, the more work it takes. Tesla government takes on these issues so that your office or agency can fully exploit the data you already have. Our knowledge management experts organize and curate your internal data. Our open source research augments your knowledge base with strategic insights from our globally experienced team. And our data visualization turns complex data into compelling visuals, while our community building makes sure everyone benefits by leveraging collective knowledge. The Tesla government's knowledge management solutions you are adding a strategic partner that helps unleash the full power and potential of your institutional information. Let us unpack your data and put your knowledge to work. Learn more at teslagov.com.
1: LC38brand.com, the civil affairs lifestyle brand. Something for everyone. The world traveler, the civil engager, the warrior diplomat. We got t-shirts, polos, shorts, hats, flags and posters for your walls and stickers for everything else celebrating the heritage of civil affairs, from the civil reconnaissance of Lewis and Clark through the monuments men of World War II and companies of Vietnam, repping the present teams of the Global War on Terror, with items for citizen-soldiers of use of k pop and warrior diplomats at Fort Bragg alike. Collections include Suits and Shoots for fans of jumping out of airplanes and looking good, Pineland to remember your trip to the People's Republic, and Lewis and Clark to honor the two party animals who popularized huge DTS vouchers. You want pi We got pi New items all the time! Custom flags, stickers, and shirts, send us an email. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram at LC38Brand or contact us at infolc38brand.com. LC38brand.com. It's cool to like your job.
5: Do you have an idea for an upcoming podcast or know someone who may be a good person to interview? Contact us at capodcasting at gmail.com.
4: Uh, Sergeant First Class John Kempenick is the CA NCO in the Rwanda Office of Defense uh, Cooperation. And he's championing, championing the expanding role of the 95th Brigade Operations NCOs as security cooperation. Ops NCOs in embassies downrange. And he sees a restructured humanitarian assistance office as an improved structure for network building. And that's what he'll be talking to us about.
6: All yours. Uh, Thank you for the introduction. Uh, Good evening, everyone. Uh, I am Sergeant First Class John Kippenich as uh, the speaker announced. (laughs) Uh, I currently work in the Office of Defense Cooperation in Kigali, Rwanda. Uh, Before I start, I would like to thank the Civil Affairs Association for the opportunity to brief my white paper on Civil civil Military Network in the gray zone. Uh, Today, I will be briefing the uh, portraits of the Security Cooperation Office and how the Civil Affairs NCOs work with the partner nation military and how the Civil Affairs NCOs have added value to the position. Uh, Also, I will talk about the creation of the Humanitarian Assistance Office that will build a civil military network in low-priority countries to compete in the to compete in great power competition and support the USA AFRICOM campaign objectives. Uh, there are currently 21 Civil Affairs NCOs working in the USA AFRICOM J5 Directorate and the Security Cooperation Office throughout Africa. The Civil Affairs NCOs brought value by understanding the operational environment and expertise working with partner nation military and government officials. The civil affairs NCOs understood understood the foreign foreign humanitarian assistance and capitalize on their previous experiences working with interagency such as USAID and CDC. The collaboration with USAID and CDC assisted in identifying shortfalls within the medical infrastructure and the partner nation's ability to react to a crisis. The COVID-19 pandemic impacted the Afghan area of responsibility. Because of the stress that the pandemic put on the current and medical infrastructure. Uh, civil Affairs NCO, NCOs assisted USAID and CDC through a DACA funding to provide critical relief through PPE and equipment uh, to slow down the spread of COVID 19 in Africa. Uh, civil Affairs also continued continue presence in Africa, assisted in inter- interagency cooperation and cross border communication through other security cooperation offices to find the best way forward to solve the infection rate and the best practices for COVID-19 relief through a DACA funding. Civil Affairs collaborate, collaborated with Public Affairs Office at the United States Embassy and US AFRICOM to highlight their cooperation with the interagency and the assistance provided through a DACA funding. The social media posts and newspaper articles in Africa assist to compete in global power competition to degrade China and Russia's influence. The security cooperation office uh, currently does not have the capability to capitalize on placement and access that foreign humanitarian assistance projects provide by filling information gaps, providing a common operating picture and, and building a civil military network in Africa. General Townsend, the USA AFRICOM commander, spoke at the House of Representatives Committee on On Forces in April 2021. Uh, he, he outlines the AFRICOM campaign objectives in Africa. Now, I want to highlight the first campaign objective: gain and maintain strategic access and influence. Civil, civil affairs constant presence in the region, assist in the whole government approach, and continuity with security cooperation office to provide the operational expertise in identifying partner nations certfalls by working with non-governmental organizations and intergovernmental organizations to identify areas that support the AFRICOM's campaign plan. To further civil affairs influence in Africa and provide continuity that can capitalize on placement and access and providing a common operating picture, a creation of humanitarian assistance office in a low priority country will assist in meeting the campaign goals and compete and compete in global power competition the humanitarian assistance office will build a civil military network by way through the partner nation military and civilian sector to identify the marginalized or disenfranchised populations and identify the local and non-traditional leaders in the area of responsibility the civil military network will be established in the steady state so that the network is in place to degrade or legitimize the government if the country becomes a failed state through a civil uprising or coup. The Humanitarian Assistance Office will assist the Security Cooperation Office and foreign humanitarian assistance by collaborating with USA, CDC, and other agencies in support of partner nations. The office can prepare for a crisis in the event of a natural or human-made disaster through foreign humanitarian assistance. The office can capitalize on placement and access in a denied or isolated area. The Security Cooperation Office does not have the ability to conduct civil civil reconnaissance in Africa. The new office will use civil reconnaissance to map the human terrain, and provide real-time information for the common operating picture. Through civil reconnaissance, the Humanitarian Assistance Office can identify key infrastructure in the region. This will enable pre-designated staging locations in case of a crisis or if the country becomes a failed state. The office will assist the Security Cooperation Office in identifying partner nation military shortfalls at the tactical level. The Humanitarian Assistance Office will be a liaison between special operations forces to, to conduct military to military and joint combined exercise training in the region. The ability to assist the partner nation military will allow the theater special operations command to compete in global power competition and degrade China and Russia's influence within the local militaries. The humanitarian assistance Office through PF framework has identified areas to assist the individuals in the office. FM3-57 dated July, 2021 highlights the importance of building a civil military network and to gather information in the area. The ability to have accurate and real-time information drives military operations. The individual civil affairs NCO or officer that occupy the Humanitarian Assistance Office must be well-rounded and understand the operational environment. The Security Cooperation Management Overseas Course will give the individual an overview on Security Cooperation Office and how they support AFRICOM J5. The Special Warfare Operational Training Course is an operational planning course that will assist the individual on future operations and how to intertwine the theater special operations command objectives, uh, planning and creation of the products will be essential to the humanitarian assistance office success. Uh, also, the humanitarian assistance office will be opcon to the theater special operations command and fall under the chief of missions authority. The primary military education decision is pr- is important to understand the operational at the joint headquarters level and how the information is used to drive intelligence for future operations. The humanitarian assistance office will have individuals post team sergeant and post team leader uh, to provide that senior leadership expertise to enable the office to conduct operations in low priority countries. The policies that are driven from the positions is the products that are made through civil reconnaissance and mapping the human domain. The interagency policies will drive product uh, production through Defense Attache Office, CIA, or the FBI to assist the United States Embassy in achieving their integrated country strategy objectives while filling information gaps for the Theater Special Operations Command. In conclusion, uh, General Towns- Townsend uh, stated: despite emerging opportunities, the People Republic of China and Russia currently have the inside track in much of Central and Southern Africa. With the creation of the Humanitarian Assistance Office in low priority countries, the civil affairs NCO or officer can identify information gaps and build a civil military network to compete in global power competition. The office will be essential to achieve the campaign plan objectives and to have constant presence. The office will have a low signature footprint and through inter-agency cooperation, fill information gaps and build a civil-military network in a low-priority country. Uh, this concludes my brief on civil-military network and the gray zone. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Sergeant Cabinet.
2: Thank you for spending some time with us. Please subscribe and come back for another installment of One CA. Until then, be safe and secure the victory.
0: In civil affairs, your success depends on getting the right information to the right people at the right time. Whether it's foundational information for a team about to head out on a mission or putting together a map or other data visualization to brief a general or an ambassador, Tesla Government solutions and staff can help. With Tesla Government's knowledge management solutions, you're adding a strategic partner that helps unleash the full power and potential of your information. Let us unpack your data and put your knowledge to work. Learn more at teslagov.com.
1: LC38brand.com, the civil affairs lifestyle brand. A little bit of something for everybody. T-shirts, polos, shorts, hats, flags and posters for your walls and stickers for everything else. Celebrating the heritage of civil affairs from the civil reconnaissance of Lewis and Clark through the monuments made of World War II and companies of Vietnam. Representing the present teams of the Global War on Terror, we have items for citizen soldiers of USA KPOC and warrior diplomats at Fort Bragg alike. LC38brand.com. It's cool to like your job.